This episode may contain explicit language and possible spoilers. Listener, beware. What's going on, guys? This is David for Felix Talk Podcast, and I'm back with another cool review of a movie that I just saw today called I Think We're Alone Now. Fresh off of watching it, and you know what? It was a really, really good watch. Now, this movie right now is in theaters as of September 21st, 2018, but I caught it streaming on VOD. It's a little weird how they kind of dropped it in theaters. Well, I believe it's in select theaters, but also dropping it on VOD, video on demand streaming little weird to me but they want as many people to see it as possible and it has a nice little cast just letting you know guys it's only about four cast members in this whole film now i think we're alone now has a runtime of one hour and 33 minutes and like i said it hit theaters september 21st 2018 if you guys are seeing it in your local theaters i definitely advise watching it it's a very very creepy ominous feel i would give this movie a more dramatic thriller genre type of film so if you guys are into that definitely go check it out uh but like i said it's also on vod so if you want to check it out in the comfort of your own home definitely support them that way now this is directed by reed morana she directed a three episode of the handmaiden's tale and it definitely shows in this movie it's very very dark even the whole filming aesthetic was very very kind of grungy darkish you know the hues were a little bit on this on the you know bluer scale and kind of just invoking a certain emotion out of you when you're watching it a very lonely feel, like in the title. Now, also, this film is written by Mike Makowski, who wrote Take Me, which is a movie that came out in 2017 last year, starring Taylor Schilling. She's a star of Orange is the New Black. I haven't caught it, but I might want to check it out now. Now, the quick synopsis for this film is, The apocalypse proves a blessing in disguise for one lucky recluse until a second survivor arrives with a threat of companionship. Now, this film does star Peter Dinklage, who most of you guys know from Game of Thrones, X-Men, Days of Future Past, and Avengers Infinity War. He was awesome. He played a really, really cool character in that. In this film, he plays a character named Del, D-E-L. It's funny, they actually make it a point to mention that. He says, uh, well, you know, another character asks, you know, Del, what is that short for? And he's like, Del. <laughs> So, you know, he has this very, very stern, I want to be left alone type of feeling. And we also have Elle Fanning, who started Neon Demon, I have yet to see that, as well as Maleficent and Super 8, which I believe is super underrated. You guys need to check out Super 8 if you guys can. I believe it's a Steven Spielberg film as well. She plays Grace in this film, as well as supporting cast from Paul Giamatti and Charlotte Gainsbourg. 
Now, like I mentioned, guys, it is a post-apocalyptic movie, but it's a little twist on the genre as to uh, you don't really get to see what's happening or how things became in this post-apocalyptic state. We get to see this city or the small town, kind of the aftermath of everything, and it's really just deserted. And you have the character of Dell, played by Peter Dinklage, kind of just going from house to house, going inside and investigating to see the bodies that were left behind. Now, really quick, guys, this may contain slight spoilers, so, you know, listener beware, but I'm going to kind of stay away from that as much as I can. I like to give spoiler-free reviews, and if I am going to give spoilers, I give you guys a heads up. So, his character, Dell, he kind of He's the only one that he knows that's left in this town. So what he does is he kind of drives from house to house and just kind of picks up the remains and kind of cleans up their house a bit. He's kind of like the cleaner, the scrubber, whatever you want to call it, of these homes, of these bodies that were left behind. So we kind of get this sense of something maybe supernatural happened or maybe some kind of toxic virus released and it it killed everybody except for him we're very very left in the dark of how this came to be but one thing we know for sure is he doesn't care all he knows is that he's there to clean up the bodies in a respectful manner and that's what he does he goes from house to house he kind of cleans up he puts a big giant x mark in front of the house to let himself know hey i clean this house and on to the next one he then proceeds to take the bodies into his truck and then bury the body Now we're talking 50, 60, maybe even hundreds of bodies he's burying out kind of in the field area. We don't know the exact city he's in, but it mentions later on that he's up north, I believe, northern California. They also mention the climate is a little colder up there, so it might be a little more towards Seattle. Not too sure, just kind of guessing on that part. Now one night as Dell's sleeping, he's awakened by a bunch of fireworks and he's, you know, really wondering how is this even possible? I thought I was the last guy on earth. So he starts to walk towards the fireworks. He doesn't see anyone. He kind of lets it pass until the next day. He then discovers an abandoned car where he sees Elle Fanning's character in there and her car alarm's going off. So he decides to take her in his truck, you know, kind of tend to her wounds because it looked like she did crash her car into a telephone pole. So she has a couple of bruises on her head and he kind of tends to her wounds and he just kind of takes care of her and looks after her now she's the complete opposite of his character he's an introvert she's very loud and very you know asking of a lot of questions of don't you feel lonely like don't you want to you know figure out who's out there and who's not and I guess what her story was was she jumped in a car and she just wanted to kind of see the town she knew that everybody that she loved was gone and she was just going to take advantage of all this time that she has coming up to kind of sightsee and just drive across America. As she starts to hang out with Dell, she gets attached to him, you know, in a post-apocalyptic way. I guess, you know, when you see the only other human being, you know, for months, you kind of get attached and you wonder why, how, why did they pick this, you know, whatever happened, why did this one person get left behind? So that's what she's trying to figure out about Dell. And she actually gets, you know, attached to him a little bit and she ends up staying in the town with him for a while. Now, during their days of being together, you know, they just start to converse 
introverts as much as they can because let me tell you Dell's character like I said he's an introvert he's very to himself he's very short with his answers and he just wants to be left alone like I said so it's very hard communicating these two so Grace's character played by Elle Fanning she figures I'm gonna stay here for a while with this guy let me learn the ropes from him so she ends up helping him kind of discover bodies and clean up the scene and uh, and just kind of do what he does on a day-to-day basis as well as searching for food and, and his main source of food is going out in the lake and fishing so like I said, their companionship and bond start to grow a little bit. Dell starts to open up to her a little bit more. And then, you know, we kind of get a couple more situations where Dell's not really telling the truth of him being alone or being in that town still. As well as we start figuring out, Grace is also lying to Dell as well about her situation. So we get a lot of lies and deception in this, as well as just kind of some loneliness, you know, and this whole town is deserted, like I said. So so Dell is completely fine with that. He reads. He likes to be alone in his library. He's very content with his life, not being around anybody. And he lets it be known right away to Elle Fanning's character. Now, like I said, guys, I'm not going to get into any spoiler territory, but I definitely recommend this one. It is a slow burn, but I think you guys should watch it. It's only an hour and a half. And uh, I think if you guys are fans of thriller, post-apocalyptic movies, this one right here is a pretty cool one. And like I said, it does develop on what's going on towards the end. It wasn't really a twist, but it was kind of something out of the ordinary. I didn't really see it coming, but it is a slow burn and it's more about the character development. And Peter Dinklage shines once again. This guy is such a good, good, great actor and I love everything he's in so far even like his smaller cameo roles in last year's three billboards in Ebbing Missouri I really liked his character in that even though it was a small role but I loved him in Avengers Infinity War like I said as well as X-Men Days of Future Past I haven't checked out Game of Thrones I know crucify me everyone tells me to watch that all the time maybe if I get a couple years I'll just binge watch it I definitely recommend this one guys especially if you're into the horror thriller aspect of things more if you like movies like A Quiet place minus the monsters i would say check this one out guys all right so my final score for this film would be an 8 out of 10 it was very very enjoyable i like the writing i love the film and cinematography shooting of everything it gave that real sense of loneliness the color palette was very very kind of dark and just grim and flat and i thought it was cool as well as the music choices there was a couple rock songs a couple hip-hop songs so it was a cool little eclectic palette but it definitely set the mood for these characters so Definitely give that one a watch, guys, if you can. I Think We're Alone Now is out now in select theaters. And like I said, it's on VOD streaming. All right, guys, if you like this review, please give it a thumbs up anywhere you're listening to it. And make sure you guys hit that subscribe button so you guys can always be checking out our latest podcast. All right, guys. And before you guys turn this podcast off, make sure you guys follow us on our social medias on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast. That's at F-L-I-X Talk Podcast, as well as following our vlogs on YouTube.com forward slash Flix Talk. That's F-L-I-X T-A-L-K. All right, guys. Whew, that's a mouthful. All right, guys. Until next time, this is David for Flix Talk signing out, saying thanks for listening.